Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, four ways to practice keto flexing. get a reduction in thyroid hormone T3. We know that T3 is a fat-burning hormone. Every cell has a receptor for the T3 hormone. What makes that conversion from T4, which is the inactive form of thyroid, to T3 is insulin and the liver. So if you are chronically in ketosis, you have chronically low levels of insulin, meaning that conversion is not being made, which can be a problem. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, hey, Keto Campers, hope you are having an amazing day. I am so grateful. Again, you chose this podcast, so thank you first and foremost. On this episode, it's gonna dive deep into keto flexing. Flexing is the fourth pillar of my four pillars I teach on how to master keto and fasting long-term. I'm gonna get into why we don't wanna stay in ketosis too long and how long is too long. There's also some special considerations here for ladies who have their monthly cycle, postmenopausal ladies. I'm gonna explain how to follow this because if you follow any one of these four variations, which I'll tell you who I believe each one is best suited for, but if you follow this, this is how you could master keto and fasting for long-term results. I mean, how many people, maybe it's you, maybe somebody you know, say, oh, I tried keto, I tried fasting. It didn't work for me because they approached it as a diet, they approached it as something that was just a short-term fix to lose 10 or 20 pounds. But that's not the way we teach it here at Keto Camp. The way we teach these ancient healing principles and strategies and tips and tools is for a lifestyle change. We focus on health first, reducing inflammation first, removing the interference first. The side effect will be the symptoms go away, which could be being overweight, that's a symptom that goes away. Skin issues, sleep issues, whatever it is, diabetes, insulin resistance, I mean, there's a long list of symptoms people are experiencing. The goal is not to just solve that problem like intellectuals do, the goal is to be a genius and prevent them. So once we teach the body to down-regulate inflammation and we remove that interference and we follow, we mimic our ancestors, then the body will heal then you'll get to your ideal body weight. You'll feel good, you'll look good. And that's what this episode is about. I'm gonna give you four options here on how to do so. So please make sure you have your fatty cup of coffee in hand and you have your pen and paper and you're ready to take notes here because this is gonna be one of those episodes you wanna kinda pause, write down, and press play. Pause, write down, and press play. It's gonna be one of those. And before I get into the four variations and a little bit more on mTOR and autophagy and all that good stuff, I want to encourage you 
to head over to Apple Podcast and please leave the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review on iTunes or any platform you're listening to for that matter of fact. It, it really helps the show out. Our mission here at Keto Camp is to educate, to inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth. And your review really makes a big difference. It helps the algorithm out to get the show in more people's hands. And you never know what that might do. It could help change a life. This information that we share is transformational. So please pause it and do so right now. Also, take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast and share it on Instagram and shoot me a tag when you do so. I'll see it. I'll share it on my story, and we'll get some other keto campers following you back. This is an amazing community we have, and let's keep growing it. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. That is T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. So go ahead and tag me. I'll see it. I'll share it. This episode is sponsored by the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. If you are serious about reducing inflammation and getting the right oils and fats into your diet that's going to feed your cells and cell membrane what it wants, then we want to make sure we're getting in quality olive oil. My friends over at the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club, they make the best olive oil I've ever had. They actually put it on a jet after they fresh press it, and they deliver it to my door. I get three bottles about every quarter or so. I use it for my dressings, dips, and I even use it for cooking because it's so rich in polyphenols and antioxidants that it protects it even when heated. And if you want to learn more about the amazing benefits of olive oil and why these guys get it right, go listen to the episode I did with TJ Robinson last week on the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll put it in the notes of this podcast. But hey, we got you, Keto Campers, a $39 bottle of the Fresh Press Olive Oil Club for one buck. If you head over to KetoCampOliveOil.com, that's KetoCamp, Camp with the K, OliveOil.com, you could get a $39 bottle for just one buck. Well, all right, let's Talk about keto flexing and how you can incorporate it to master keto and fasting. When we study ancient culture, the history of this world for millions of years, we know this. There's not one culture in the history of this world that ever stuck with the same diet long term. Meaning vegan, keto, carnivore, all, all, every single diet works, just not long term. The magic is in what's called the variation of these diets. And this is something Dr. Pompa, Dr. Daniel Pompa, who's my mentor, talks about a lot. His word is diet variation. My word is keto flexing. So I love the ketogenic diet, which is not necessarily a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's a metabolic process. But I don't recommend staying in ketosis for too long. And the average person too long for me is three months or longer. That's when we start flexing. Unless the person has diabetes or insulin resistance, then we still need to get into ketosis or stay there to let the body continue healing. But if you don't have that and you've been in ketosis for three to four months or even longer, the body will start to do things we don't want it to do. It'll blunt your insulin receptors around your cell membranes and it'll send a signal to your body to insert water, which will create that dimply fat around your stomach It'll slow down fat burning because it wants to preserve its only fuel source. We have to understand this, keto campers. All the body wants to do is survive. So if you've only taught it to burn fat as its fuel source, which you've been doing, if you've been in ketosis for three or four months or longer, then it will slow down and it will preserve that precious, precious fuel source. But when you incorporate a day or two, I'm going to teach you how to do this, 
where you intentionally get yourself out of ketosis called keto flexing, then your body is going to keep ramping up fat burning. And here's the analogy I'm going to share with you. Compare this to the summertime. It is a hot summer and you're storing firewood, these logs of firewood to get ready for winter. You know winter is going to roll around. It's going to be a cold, brutal winter. So you're storing this firewood to get ready for winter. And you have about 50 logs you've stored up and now it's the winter upon you and the weather is getting really cold. You only have 50 logs to get through four months of cold weather. How motivated are you going to be to burn those logs? Not so much. You're going to want to have to slow down that and preserve it and do the least amount as possible just to get by. Well, the body does the same thing when you're in ketosis too long. If you've only taught it to burn fat for fuel and nothing else for a period of time, it will slow down fat burning to preserve that precious fuel, just like those 50 logs. You're going to have a scarce mentality here. The body will be very scarce with burning that fuel. But here is the deal. When you incorporate a keto flex day, I'm going to show you four ways to do it on this episode. When you incorporate this, this is like your buddy coming over and dumping 200 more firewood logs for you. That means you're going to have 250 now. You're going to be more motivated to burn that firewood. It's going to continue stoking that fat burning. That's what the body does. It reminds the body that it's not starving when you do it right. Another problem that can occur if you are in ketosis too long, you get a reduction in thyroid hormone T3. We know that T3 is a fat burning hormone. Every cell has a receptor for the T3 hormone. What makes that conversion from T4, which is the inactive form of thyroid, to T3 is insulin and the liver. So if you are chronically in ketosis, you have chronically low levels of insulin, meaning that conversion is not being made, which can be a problem also with fat burning and also just with your hormones in general. So we don't want that. We don't want to stay stuck in ketosis. I love keto. It's my favorite tool. One of my favorite tools along with fasting, but we don't want to just be dogmatic about it and be one of those keto bros and saying, oh, you're out of ketosis, bro. What's wrong with you and be a keto police? No, that's not what it's about. Let's mimic our ancestors and vary the diet by intentionally flexing out of ketosis. It'll stoke fat burning. It'll make those conversions. And by the way, if you're a cycling woman, you want to make sure, and this is how I teach it in the Keto Camp Academy, five to seven days before your monthly period is when you should actually cycle out of ketosis, have 100 to 150 grams of carbohydrates because insulin will help make certain hormonal conversions for that period. So there's so many considerations here. There is not one way to do keto. There is so many different ways. I'm teaching you what I've found to work with the Keto Campers and the Keto Camp Academy members. Hey, I wanna interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that I am here drinking my delicious Purity Coffee. It is the world's healthiest keto coffee beans. They are have the highest antioxidants. They are mold-free. They tested these keto coffee beans from Purity Coffee against the top 40 brands out there, and Keto Purity Coffee won hands down, not just with quality, but also taste. And I partnered with Purity Coffee to get an affiliate link for Keto Campers. If you head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, put Keto Camp at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your coffee beans. I get mine delivered to me every single month on auto ship so I don't have to think about it. In fact, I have it right here in front of me, a delicious warm cup of this delicious coffee with MCT oil and some grass-fed ghee. Oh my gosh, that is a powerful fatty coffee 
to power you through the day so you don't have to rely on unhealthy keto meals. Head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and put KetoCamp at checkout and get your bag of beans delivered to your door. All right, let's get back to this episode. So when it comes to the human body, there's two types of pathways. There is mTOR and autophagy. It's important to understand, like I just mentioned, that adaptation is key for perfect health. All 70 trillion cells and every single DNA within those cells are designed for adaptation. Look, back in the day, our ancestors, they were forced to adapt by their environment. Today, we have to mimic this by varying our diet. When we vary our diet, aka feast, famine cycles, good cells get stronger, bad cells don't adapt. So when I talk about these two pathways, you might have heard me talk about this analogy of this comparison. We have mTOR, which when activated, it stands for mechanistic target of rapamycin. Think of mTOR as anabolic growth. Arnold Schwarzenegger, bodybuilders, right? We like mTOR because it helps build protein. It help, protein is very important. Muscle is very important. But we don't want to constantly be spiking mTOR. Look at bodybuilders, for example. The average bodybuilder, they die about 12 years younger than the average person because they're always spiking mTOR. They're eating every two to three hours. They're eating excess protein. They're waking up in the middle of the night and they're eating. That's not good. So we want a balance of mTOR. And the opposite of mTOR is, you might have heard of this word, autophagy which literally means eat thyself, self-eating. Autophagy is the opposite of anabolic, which is catabolic, tearing down, breaking down. Think of Pac-Man, an intracellular Pac-Man, going within your cells, cleaning them out, taking care of the junk, just like that person in your grocery store in the produce section who works there who's always looking for expired produce and replacing it, removing it and replacing it with fresh produce. That's what's going on within your cells when you activate autophagy. We love autophagy. Autophagy helps prevent disease. It helps the body recycle and regenerate cells. Out of the 70 trillion cells that we have, 70 billion of them need to be recycled every day. And autophagy is that process. So you might be asking, shouldn't we get autophagy all the time? No, because it's catabolic. And once the body is done with the bad stuff, it's going to need to get energy from somewhere and it'll get it from the good stuff, the good protein, the hard-earned muscle tissue. So we don't want too much autophagy. We don't want too much mTOR. Lo and behold, the balance, the art of feast-famine cycles. So that's where keto flexing comes into the play. Look, my four pillars I teach in the Keto Camp Academy, I have a complete structure for you. Right now, in this episode, I'm just showing you the fourth pillar, but here's a, a breakdown of the four pillars in general. Number one is the adapt pillar, getting keto adapted, getting fat adapted, getting into ketosis. We start shifting away from burning sugar and we start burning fat. I have a 28-day keto jumpstart in the academy. I take you from day one to day 28, and on day 28, you're in ketosis the right way without the keto flu or anything like that. That's the first pillar. The second pillar is intermittent fasting. It's the fast pillar. That's when we have earn the badge to fast. And I give you different ways to do it and we build up that fasting muscle, which we do wanna look at fasting like a muscle and we do it the right way. The third pillar is the phase pillar, which is essentially zero to very, very low carbohydrates, kinda of like carnivore-ish for a short period of time to force the body to burn fat for fuel. Then the fourth pillar is the flex pillar. And that brings us to this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. So 
this is something I recommend you do if you've been following keto for a while. It's not something you do right from the beginning. And again, if you want to learn this stuff, because it's a lot of information, but if you want to learn it, if you want me to coach you on this, then go to ketocampacademy.com and sign up today. We actually have a coaching call this Saturday, January 25th, so you can be a part of that. We do a monthly coaching call every month. You get a, a 60 to 90 minute Q&A with me, and you can make this one if you hear it, hear it in time. But I have the structure in there along with so much more, and you can get a free seven-day trial, ketocampacademy.com. But let's get into the four variations, the four ways to practice keto flexing. This is my favorite. I kind of follow this approach. It's the 5-1-1 rule. This is for somebody who has hit their body ideal body weight or they only have about 10 or so pounds to lose. The 5-1-1 rule is as such. Five days out of the week, you're practicing intermittent fasting, whatever your favorite schedule is, and you're eating less than 50 grams of net carbohydrates for that day. So you're in ketosis. Remember, remember net carbohydrates are total carbs when it's fiber. So for five days, you're in ketosis, you're doing intermittent fasting. That sixth day, you're doing a 24-hour fast to get more of that autophagy we spoke about. That can mean breakfast to breakfast, lunch to lunch, or dinner to dinner, whatever is best for your schedule. Now we have one more day left, and that is your feast day. This is where we remind the body that it is not starving, right? Remember that example I gave you of your friend dropping off those fire, firewood logs? That's what's happening on that feast day. So you're going to do no fasting. You're going to have about 100 to 200 grams of healthy carbohydrates. And I know what you're thinking right now. Ben, what are healthy carbohydrates? Well, your fruit, your yam, your yuca, your soaked beans, if you want to have that. That's when you have that, that day. So you're intentionally getting out of ketosis. Remind the body that it's not starving. And if you've done it the right way, that following day in the afternoon or the day after, you should be right back into um, ketosis. And that's what metabolic flexibility is. And that's the way I teach it. So that's the 5-1-1 rule. We also have the 4-2-1 rule, which is four days we're practicing intermittent fasting. We're in ketosis, eating less than 50 grams of net carbs. And then you're doing two 24-hour fasts instead of one. This is for somebody who has 15 pounds, 20 pounds or so to lose this is a good approach for you. You could turn those two 24-hour fasts into a 148-hour fast. It's your option. And then that final day, same thing. We have your feast day, 100 to 200 grams of high healthy carbs. So that's the 4-2-1 rule. The third option here is the 3-3-1 rule. This is for somebody who has more than 20 pounds of weight and fat to lose. They just have excess weight they want to get rid of. Then you would do three days practicing intermittent fasting, eating less than 50 grams of net carbs, so you are in ketosis, and then three 24-hour fast or one 72-hour fast to get more of that autophagy, more of that fat burning. And then you still have that one feast day. That is a staple for all of these rules. And the final one here is a 6-1 rule. This is for somebody who's at their ideal body weight and they suspect but they've been doing too much keto, they've been doing too much fasting, maybe you have a slow thyroid, then I like a 6-1 rule for you, which means six feast days, eating high healthy carbohydrates, 100 to 200 grams, and then one 24-hour fast to get that autophagy for that one day. So that's the 6-1 rule. I know this was a lot of information and you're probably thinking, oh, what was that rule? What was number two? What was number one? Go listen to this again or rewind this part of the... Um, episode and take some notes. I'll give you a brief rundown of over the rules or the names of the rules, I should say. 5-1-1 rule is the first one. 4-2-1 rule is the second one. 
three three one rule is the third one and the six one rule is the fourth one look i have videos on all this i have notes i have keto grocery shopping guides i have everything you need in the keto camp academy all the videos in there 125 plus you cannot find anywhere else but the academy so i'd love to teach you this stuff head over to ketocampacademy.com and i hope this made sense I hope the feast famine cycles made sense, the autophagy and the mTOR and just why we don't want to stay in ketosis too long. Um, if this was valuable to you, please take a, a second here to pause it, pause the episode and write a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes. It really helps out. And then tag me on Instagram at TheBenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll see it. I'll share it. And we'll get some other people following you back as well. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. You'll hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.